just record this so I can catch all the, the waffle that I talk. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> You're the only person that's came proper repair, prepared with a big set of headphones and everything. <laughs> These are just noise cancelling because I live on a noisy road. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah I've got a little boy in where he's still upstairs at the moment, but he's leaving soon, so I'm just hoping that he's Aww. not going to like go absolutely off his nut. But Might make the just... podcast. Yeah, exactly. Might get a few extra views in. But, um, no, sorry, I'm just panting. I just, just sprinted down the stairs. I was sat here for like <laughs> 10 minutes, and obviously it got to, like, well, the moment you came on, and obviously I ran off at that point. <laughs> but, Someone prepared. Yeah. Well, thanks for... Thanks for doing it, Stephanie. Thank you for having me. No, don't be silly, honestly. I just literally, like, during lockdown, was just like, oh, I may as well start just chatting to people and seeing what's going on and stuff, really. And, yeah, I thought about yourself. But, um, yeah, well, how have you been? Not too bad. Um, Just had a bit of a rubbish week, like lockdown three. Is it three? Is it four? I don't know. Um, I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, do I look glowing to you, as in like the sun? Is my head like yellow? Is um, it? I it's not too home. bad. To be fair, if I open my blind, I'm, I'm pretty uh, yellow. I thought you'd just been on the sunbed. So. <laughs> that's the first time I've ever gotten up. Oh, there you go, that's better. <laughs> first time you've got up in how long? <laughs> no, it's because the last when I was doing it, I think with Matt, it was during the day, and because of the way I positioned my blinds, it it was it I was so bright yellow, and I was like, oh my, and I was too scared to like move for some reason because I was trying to be like so like I don't know obsessive oh, over yeah. the way I sort of looked, and then uh, like in the last one, I was telling my mate, I was like, oh man, I was busting for a wee, and he was like, mate, you know you can just pause <laughs> pause the, uh, the the Zoom class and just go back into it. I was like. That's uh, good to know, to be fair. I've got, like, yeah, a pea-sized bladder. Yeah, I'm just glad that nothing's, like, livering because the amount of sort of crap I talk, I was like, I cannot be having, like, that pressure of things, being able to be recorded once just in case I, yeah. I don't know, say something bad. To be fair, when I said 11 o'clock, I thought I should have, like, chose the evening so I could have had an alcoholic beverage <laughs> because <laughs> it's okay to drink after five, but it's not even noon, so I'm on the Red Bull. No, no, don't say it. Like, I asked me and Matt said the same thing when uh, we, we first done when we done the first one. We were like, should we have a drink or whatever? And then it was like, it was like half 11 to be fair. I just pretended on the uh, the podcast it was like two o'clock, but I, I needed it. And then the, the last one was in the evening, but I, th- I honestly, I prefer doing them in the mornings. Mm. It's fresher. It's but, yeah, I don't know what it is, even though it's like sort of just lighthearted chat. By the time it gets to the evening, I, I don't get nervous, but I'm like, oh, am I going to ask the right questions? Is this going to be of any interest or am I just wasting it? Like, I, so. You know, anyway. I've just find at the minute as well, like social interaction is like, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> like I enjoy it. I really enjoy it. And then I'm really drained at the end of the day. Like, you know, yeah. if I'm talking to a mate all day and I'm like knackered at the end of the day. I don't yeah. know what I'm going to do when I go back to work, but yeah. I'm sure I'll, I'll get it. The stamina back <laughs> you know you're right though. that's such a good point it's like the social interaction is obviously what we do yeah you are just talking all day to new people and you're just going through so many questions and you're thinking all the time and then you go from just having none and then when you see someone 
after however long you, you forget that it actually takes a lot out of you just trying yeah, to it does. Yeah. like listen properly instead of just like your usual like I don't know how are you apart like, from I'm that, a proper so, like I love to chat but I'm a little bit of an introvert as well like I love my mm. own company like, yeah. I can spend I could spend a week on my own and be like quite happy yeah um, I do love to have a chat though for sure and it, how are you I'm fine I, I was going to um before I change the blinds you're saying about the lockdown like I'm I'm the same like that for some reason like the first lockdown I mean they've all been tough but it's like the first lockdown there was like a, it was the first time that had ever happened so coping with it was I don't know I, I thought maybe a little easier just because it was this new thing you had to everybody was like knuckling down together everybody I don't know everything seemed to be genuinely locked down so it, mm. it seemed more like it was scary as well like yeah ex- silly yeah. but yeah exactly and that's why you I didn't really know and then the second one was like I mean it was four weeks that was personally a, a lot easier for me because we actually had a date we were going back to work mm. so I was okay with that but this one honestly has taken such a toll on my mental it's health hard, isn't it? yeah it's it been hard. brutal it's been absolutely at first brutal. I was like on it I was like a little machine like doing port- well, I still am doing commissions but like smashing out a few drawings a day and did some home improvements still am mm. yeah <laughs> um and then like midway through just chatting to like guys I work with and we're all just a bit like deflated yeah but it springs around the corner and yeah you know I think <laughs> so the, stay as it comes yeah with the first lockdown I think as well it did help that it was over the summer because I mean even if you didn't have an outdoor space like after the first few weeks or whatever, when you could actually go for a walk and all the rest of it, it did make such a difference being able to like mm. go for a walk. And I think that's having this lockdown over winter. I mean, that was brutal. Mm, I mean, even yeah, the last few days here, it was pissing down. So mm. it, it felt like we were back in the middle of it. But thank, hopefully we can go back in the. Are you used this 12th of April as well? Yeah, hopefully. I haven't like booked anyone in yet because last time they did this and then they were like, whoop. No, yeah. we've changed our minds. Um, and then I had that thing of having some people that were booked in that I had to squeeze in early. And it, yeah, it was just, a, it was a lot. So yeah. I'm just taking a few precautions this time. Um, but yeah, fingers crossed, the 12th. Yeah. Come on, Boris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Like, I I don't know. I just had, to, I booked as many people as I possible. Well, I didn't book until that announcement got made. So I was just sending sort of emails out saying, like, I'll be in touch. But mm. my anxiety was just going through the roof. And I feel bad, like, <laughs> leaving it any longer for the people who have already been rescheduled once or twice prior to this. Oh, for sure, down. yeah. So, so I just had to try and give them a date as soon as possible. And it's it's so hard that needing to send emails out being like, oh, it's it's not until December now or whenever yeah, it is. And like, I obviously, if I could change it, I would. But I sort of closed my books in a way for the first time ever. Like, I've never wanted to be like, I'm not taking bookings, but... I've slowed down on that at least just because mm. I wanted to genuinely try and bring people forward this time for when people like reschedule throughout the year. I want to actually try and bring people who have mm. been affected forward instead of filling every slot with yeah, same. new people. I've done the same and like, oh yeah, I've never really closed my diary before, but, and it seems a bit stupid because you have all this time, yeah. but it's just the most appropriate thing to do. I think just so you're not letting people down all the time. 
Yeah. I'm a people pleaser anyway, so. Oh, I know. Like, I'm, I'm the same. <laughs> I just feel bad. Even when, like, yeah, whenever I... I just try and do everything to accommodate people because I just feel so bad. But at the same time, though, like you shouldn't feel bad. I know. It's easier I, said than done. But yeah, like the first lockdown, I don't have a garden because I live in a ground floor flat. Yeah. But it definitely helped. And then, like, I'd have a walk, which I, I don't think I've ever done. Like, so I've been discovering the area I live in. <laughs> found a lake. It's literally when like you a stone found a lake. <laughs> It's literally like a lake around the corner that I found. So that was pretty cool to walk around. But like this one, I'm just, it's just not being able to just pop and see a friend, I guess. Like yeah. I've had my best mates just had a baby and like, I oh, can't hold it yet. And yeah, um, yeah, it's a bit sucky. Luckily, like my boyfriend's still up at work because last time we were both off and that, yeah. we were both just really deflated. Um <laughs> So at least he's got. He's lived together. Yeah, yeah. So he's right. he's training to be a surveyor. So he's out at the minute. Right. Um, in like full PPE, around yeah. some people's homes and stuff. Um, so I was like, let's do it when he's not here. <laughs> so I'll yeah. Because you're always like, well, we're <laughs> having for lunch. I thought he meant he'd be walking in the background wearing like a hazmat suit, just like, <laughs> <laughs> cutting about the flat. No, no, he's gone out today. So. Is that but not like? I mean. Like you just have both have such different jobs. That must mm. be interesting. The conversations, <laughs> like, like they both ends of the spectrum, like of things that you could be doing. It's quite nice though, because I don't have to come home and I do talk about tattoos and like I'm constantly like WhatsApping like my pals and stuff, but I don't have to talk about work. Yeah. Which I quite like. Yeah. Um, he's, yeah, he's not like super uncreative, but yeah, I've never really with anyone creative I guess so yeah no I'm, I'm the same well I mean no my missus is very she's very creative in her own right what she does she do mm. like she's a set designer and stuff but it's, it still feels so far removed from tattooing that the conversations that we do have are not just based on the same subject no I mean which mm. is good because I guess yeah if, if all you have around you is tattooing I just feel you'd burn out faster but that's just yeah. my opinion yeah I feel yeah, the same just, yeah sometimes when you get home from what the last thing like i'll get home and she'll just like how was what like, yeah it was good and that's the last i'll say like, <laughs> what do you mean it was just good like what happened i'm like honestly like it was good like there was no issues yeah. i just cannot be asked talking about it like yeah, i've been yeah. chatting all day like, i just want to sit and chat i'd much rather hear what yeah. you've done or just watch tv because you put in 110 percent every day yeah. like you have to yeah. don't you so, so on someone for life yeah, that is the thing as well. Like you genuinely can't like walk in and just be like, I'll just do 95 today. Or, <laughs> uh, I feel a bit this, or I'm hungover or whatever. So I'll, I'll go 70%. Yeah. But I, that's why I pretty much don't drink. And I've, I don't think I've ever went to work after. I just can't do it. It affects mm. my day. So I'm just like, there's no point even doing it. Like I'll yeah, have like, sure. a, a pint after work and that's me because I don't want to affect the following day. Yeah. I think but, I tattooed once with a hangover when I was an apprentice and I was tattooing. A mate and we both just called it a day and i was like never sweat doing that yeah i thought i was gonna be sick it was horrible yeah but then everybody's always <laughs> oh let's order a mcdonald's for lunch because you know it's that sort of way and then that's also the worst thing to do because you're getting no nutrition then when that arrives you think oh that's <laughs> tastes brilliant and then literally like you go back to what and you get like big mac sauce just dripping down your chin and you get, like <laughs> you're just dripping a sweat and you just look a mess and you're like, oh this is going to look like a good tattoo yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Got to stay <laughs> professional. 
<laughs> so I mean, we've covered lockdown then. That was that was um, easy. But no, it's I it's I I just I'm looking forward to come getting back to it. I've been trying to like stay as creative as possible as well, but it's just has so many challenges that I just feel like I've had people saying, "Oh, do you want to do like I like, I can commission you to do a piece?" Now I I just can't even commit to that, and I feel bad. Mm. But I'm just like mentally, I just I don't want to take on a job that I don't know when it will be done, and then obviously with the dates being so up and down, I might be like, "Oh, it will be ready here," and that like at this date and then all of a sudden like something may change and then I need mm. to reschedule again and prioritize something else over that and I don't want to like take that on board but I did see that you had um I was on your illustration page and it's so sick did oh, you set you. that did you set that up at the previous lockdown um yeah like to be honest it's something I've always wanted to do like a little separate page from tattooing um yeah. it is quite difficult though uploading one thing on one side and not wanting to upload it on the other where you've got more followers. So yeah. like I'm trying to keep it different. Um, but I, yeah, I guess went into lockdown and realised that what if one day I can't tattoo anymore? Um, because I don't think I'd want to go into like an office job as such, but if I could, you know, keep illustrating or drawing for a living, it'd be better than, you know, something that I hate um I did do illustration at uni um I did but I also dropped out <laughs> after two years Standard. <laughs> did some bar work um but I've always loved like that side of it and I guess tattooing is like that now it's not just yeah. you know pick something off a wall always like mm. you can create something you know from their vision and it's a brief yeah. really at the end of the day isn't it like yeah. a, um so yeah. Um, do you do you just, find that like by doing the illustration stuff, I guess at the moment through lockdown, that sort of feels like you are tattooing because you're taking on like you said like a, a brief. You're following sort of a set amount of rules, but yet you can still have a play around and you're still doing a piece of art. Yeah, definitely fills a void. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you can be a little bit more free with it, like mm. the watercolor stuff. I I think I was drawn to because like tattoos are so restricted like yeah. especially with the line work and the color and like um I know they don't have to be but I find that I find it really hard to be messy <laughs> with my yeah. work yeah bit of no, OCD yeah. maybe <laughs> no but it, it works well honestly your stuff is clean as you can possibly get and your color is so it's saturated and vibrant and stuff it looks amazing like and you can definitely see in terms of the precision what you're talking about is like that you do take up so much care and just like making sure it's perfect at every part of the tattoo because yeah I mean a lot of people like that looser approach and stuff I prefer to do it but I'm sort of the same I, I, I would feel I don't know I just what I couldn't imagine doing a line and being like I want it to look like it's not not straight but you know what I mean it'd be a more <laughs> yeah. loose, looser and just sort of more like folk arty and just I don't know more expressive yeah. I'm like it's just no, crazy yeah. I just need, yeah, I just need to try and I'm like, please, like, just like, don't breathe, right? <laughs> but then the problem you have with that is, is then people will compare their tattoo with one you've done before. So, like, I done these musical notes, um, oh, a music sheet, and it was just lines down the arm, and I was, I was so happy with it, and I was like, whoa, that was really nice and stuff. But we're like, the way Instagram works obviously, you get people being like, I want that exact thing, and I'm like, I'm happy to do it, but in my head, I'm like my anxiety is going to be even worse now because they're going to be comparing their arm with that mm. one. 
Yeah. And that will that pressure is added on to the fact of just doing lines down an arm anyway. And I'm like, what am I doing to myself? Why am I posting this stuff? Mm. Yeah. But, uh, Anxiety will eat you up. Like, yeah. Just got to not, not overthink it. And it'll yeah. be neat enough. Like, don't have too much coffee. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I always say that to people, I'm just like, you have to sort of feel careless, but not act it like just act like mm-hmm. oh it'll be whatever it is like it should be an okay tattoo and just relax and with that you'll end up getting a much better tattoo instead of being like this needs to be perfect because we yeah, all know yeah. that you know that in your head <laughs> you know I mean? like yeah. you're not gonna end it like lightheartedly but um what was I gonna ask yeah I guess I'd, I'd guess just start with like how you got into tattooing because how long have you been tattooing now um okay now I've got to do the maths <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Are, are we just like vetoing 2020? Because that does not exist anymore. <laughs> no, of course that exists. You're still like, of course you are. You're still um, under the occupation. Um, so I started. I did my first tattoo in 2016. So yeah, like six years ago, probably around this time actually. Yeah, so um, five years. Yeah, but I apprenticed before that for three years and didn't tattoo. So I've been in the industry since yeah. I was 21. A long yeah. time. Yeah. Um, so I started apprenticing in like my hometown um, from Wolverhampton originally. Is that where you're from? Now. Yeah. I thought you were uh, from Birmingham. Dudley. Dudley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it's pretty close. Um, Is it close? My nan's from, yeah, my nan was from Dudley. So um, black country, it's all the same, isn't it? And Wolverhampton that's near Birmingham as well yeah not too far so I've moved to Birmingham now but so I was living with my parents um and did an apprenticeship in Wolverhampton but it just didn't work out like I wasn't mm. I was there for three years but like wasn't looking like I was going to be tattooing anytime soon yeah um that so you know how it is yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> so reached out to Ashley Luca uh that was in Solihull at the time and then, like, did my first tattoo the first day I was there. And then pretty oh, much amazing. tattooed every day after that, yeah. Tattooed so myself. Yeah. But I needed it because I'd already done the research. And I didn't know, still hadn't been taught how to set up a tattoo machine. Yeah. Um, which is just crazy. Like, but yeah. um, did tattoo a few melons before that, I guess. So yeah. I was ready to rip up some skin. <laughs> <laughs> luckily it's, it was my own ankle yeah no it's, it, I, I guess in that like it, it is good just to be chucked into it and like you said I mean you weren't really because you had three years which is a long apprenticeship especially without even like a, a critical path set up of when you would be tattooing after when it got to three years you mm. would think you would at least have a clear path of when you would at least be starting but it's like yeah sometimes you just got to take it on like it is such a free-spirited industry or it was or whatever that you know i mean you can create your own sort of path and it, like you know you want to do it and that three years is enough time to know that you respect all the all the bits that come with it and you're just ready really like that is more than enough time so it's like it's yeah. probably a good thing that you just I'm, get thrown in yeah i'm glad i like moved and you know made the swap to birmingham because i guess that's what evolved like my style Never really had a style. I still don't feel like I do. Um, but 
people say I do, so I don't know. No, you do. My missus must get so tired of me saying that, but it's like, that's what I just chucked an Instagram filter on my photos thinking like well, at least they might look all the same because what I was seeming to do was just bits that were coming in and then I was just trying to make it look as clean as possible and stuff and then it genuinely was just whatever I'm posting like the subjects are all quite different but they're the same sort of scale done the same sort of way and I make it look the certain way on my Instagram but that was just from my own insecurity but then when I think of it it's like you don't need to have one you just need to be mm. good Tattoo, but then but... it is your drawing, so you know, yeah, it's definitely got to be some sort of consistency. Yeah, well, we use it. I mean, with your tattoos, <clears throat> what I've noticed, obviously, besides the way it's done, it's, it's like, I mean, it's very custom pieces you do. You could be doing mm. like a fruit piece, and then all of a sudden, you're doing like a dinosaur wearing a Hawaiian shirt or something. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So that yeah. does require a lot of time outside of the shop as well. I imagine, obviously, mm. drawing. Do you would you draw? at home or would you try and get into work yet like, how would you actually approach like if I was to come to you and want like, like a design a velociraptor on a surfboard I'm like Brad that sounds <laughs> cool um and then yeah book you in and then I normally do the drawing in the same week I'm not like a morning do it on the same day person too much mm. stress for me um unless it's something like really small yeah yeah um, but yeah, I like to be prepared and then we can make small changes on the day. Like I will send it over the night before if someone's really like worried about it. And yeah, yeah. I'd prefer not to, but then I understand that like a tattoo is a big deal. And I know that we do it every day, so it feels less like a big deal to us. But like that's like a major, you know, day in someone's life. So if they want to see it beforehand, they can. Yeah. Um, you know if I followed the proof it should it should be you know good to go yeah but yeah definitely <laughs> should definitely be but you know to. sometimes you get those people but uh... oh sometimes I'm way off <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like oh no but um yeah normally been able to rectify yeah. it I th- yeah I think that's a dip obviously if you compare like now to obviously I don't know just like when it was more pick off the wall like when a sailor would get see a ship it's like obviously that's different because of just the relationship now because it's so like commercialized and i think it's like one in two people in this country have a tattoo so that just shows how many people have one but like yeah. you said it's such a big deal for people and it is because people are willing to go bigger more customized more personal to them so it's like things have changed for the better and that's obviously why you need to consider these things and said like I'm like you, if somebody's quite worried, I'd feel bad being like, no, you can't see it in the day when there's really, that's just of my convenience when, yeah, Mm. obviously if they're really worried, I'm more than happy to send it previously if I've done it and stuff. Um, I just sort of, again, I normally tell my clients that, you know, if it's done, absolutely, but I just, I couldn't commit to a date there and then if it's a while before, if I'm saying, oh, it'll be ready in the 16th or whatever and it ain't, I'd feel even worse getting the hopes up, so... But yeah, I think, yeah, the cl- clients, oh, everybody gets tattooed, so you get all different types of people. So it is important to be more subjective with when the way you do things, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. like cater to everybody. But no, it's interesting. I feel like the opposite. Like if I'm getting tattooed and they send me their design, I'm like, no, I want to see it on the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I can be like, yeah, I know I'm going to love it because like, that's why I went to them. So 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird one. I I miss that. Like the whole I, I still try and do it as much as I can, but like with the whole getting tattooed from someone you don't know at all, like that feeling of walking into a new shop and smelling <laughs> like the the Dettol and the Trigene and stuff and that feeling, which is weird now because I don't even smell it from the shop that I work in now or hadn't done previously, but the feeling you get when you walk into a shop, which I still get, is, yeah, it's crazy. It's weird. You just feel like you're in, like, somebody's home. Do you know mm, what I mean? That yeah, feeling, because yeah. there's such a strong dynamic in almost every single shop. Mm. And it, it, as soon as that doorbell goes or whatever, everybody just goes, woof. Like, <laughs> you know, oh, my God. I've just walked uh, into yeah. somebody's living room and I'm watching Saturday Night Takeaway. And, like, <laughs> I'm like, what is going on here? Like, So, yeah, it's, it's, it, yeah. I think our boss is, like, He's like obsessed with the shop smelling nice. Yeah. And he'll buy like 20 air wick diffusers. Like Yankee candles at every corner. <laughs> it just smells incredible when you go in there. Um, yeah, I went, I popped in the other day just to collect some like art materials and stuff. And I was just like, Yeah. Oh, I miss that smell. It's so good. I know. As, as, like customers always pick up on it because I guess they're not there all the time. And whenever they, mm. they say it, I'm like, oh yeah, funny actually that you know you say it, I can now smell it. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to just being able to go and like get tattooed again and just mm. I don't know, get excited about because I still book in with people and like wait however long it is and I appreciate that like feel when you wake up in the morning you have like a breakfast and you've got mm. your whole ceremonious like like ways of doing stuff and getting prepared for it. But yeah, hopefully Oh yeah, you have to have that. I'm like you gotta have your breakfast <laughs> and then you gotta bring your sweets and your drinks. Have it's you, all about food. I literally, it's like the one excuse where you can just overload and utter shite. Like there's just like <laughs> skittles falling at your bag, and like <laughs> I always say myself, I'm like, oh, I'll be much healthier the next time I get tattooed and stuff like that. But ugh, never is. Like I just nah. always pick up anything high in sugar content because you just justify it, saying that will be the only mm. thing that gets you through it. And then I'm like, what are you having for tea tonight? <laughs> <laughs> like every customer, I'm like, I live vicariously through what they're having for tea tonight. I'm like. Oh yeah, can I have a pizza? Okay. What are you going to have on it? I always ask that. I always ask, what's your dream job and what you have for dinner the night? Yeah, I always, I'm always, I always say to my customers just because <laughs> if I'm just tattooing, I'm genuinely interested, but I'm like, mm. what's, if, if money wasn't an option, what would you choose to do like in your life job-wise? And it's interesting what you get because I guess a lot of people that are tattooed, I guess in central London, they'll be like, I'm in advertising or I do marketing and then if I ask about it, they never seem that enthusiastic about it. And I'm like, do you, like, is that what you would actually choose to do? And they're always like, nah. And that's when Aww. I sort of started being like, well, what would you actually do then if you could do it? And it's so interesting, the stuff they come out of. And I'm like, why don't you just do it? I'm such like a mum. I'm like, just do it. On you go. On it's Caroline. <laughs> like, go on, Karen. Like, you open that restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> open that bakery in your high street. Do it. <laughs> You know, if it's possible, though, like, yeah. go for it. I think, because... Unless it's astronaut or... No, even that, you know But what I mean? then even, yeah, could do that. I guess, like, from me going into tattooing, like, I was so on the fence when I was working other jobs and doing my apprenticeship, and then when that finished, I was so disheartened by, I guess, the way that went, that I was, like, sort of packed in for a bit, and then I was like, no, I want to still do it, but I was so scared to go and fully self-employed and stuff. Mm. So I don't know. I was always scared to 
take that jump. So the people that are around me encouraging me, I was I always remember them being like just like you you don't know unless you try all the sort of usual. Mm. And that's why I'm just like, oh, I do it, honestly. <laughs> that's nice to have encouraging people around you, though. Maybe they don't, that's and that's why they're stuck in, you know, jobs that they don't really like. What oh. What did you said you worked in? What, where did you work as before you went into tattooing? Like, did you always know you wanted to tattoo, or did you, um, like, yeah, from really. high school or whatever? Like, I always loved tattoos. Like, I wanted a tattoo when I was, like, 13. <laughs> I remember, like, going on holiday, and, like, I'm still baby-faced, but being like 14 or something my mom probably won't even remember this and she was like if they say yes you can have a tattoo <laughs> I'm never gonna say yes to you um so I never got those tiger eyes on the bottom of my back gutted is that what um, you're gonna get <laughs> yeah um so yeah pretty stoked that didn't work out um but yeah just wanted to go into art like obviously started that illustration um degree but couldn't see where it was going like I wasn't fitting into children's illustration or magazines and I was like I don't really know where I'm going with this and then the girl on my course was doing an apprenticeship as well as the course a tattoo apprenticeship yeah and I was like oh like, I don't know why I've never thought of it I guess because I've always seen it as a you can't be that artistic with it and then when I learned that you could I was like yeah that's what I want to do then yeah and you can actually earn money doing it. Yeah, that's not that's interesting. Like, what uh, I, I I also done an illustration. Um, well, illust because our system's different in England. So when we go to college, it's like it's nothing to do with high school. I think in England they go to they do sixth form in college and then they do a degree at uni. Yeah, and we do degrees at uni, obviously, but we can also just go to college and then like an HND or whatever it's called or an NQ or whatever, and. It, I think it's the equivalent of doing foundation in a uni here. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I went into, I guess, foundation at a college to do illustration. And I would always do, like, I never quite got the briefs that they were saying because everybody, everybody around me has been so imaginative and stuff. And I met people that would just draw <clears throat> anything and it would be the same style. And I was like, how are these people <laughs> such a natural, like, mm. way of doing things? I'm like, how did mine look so, like, I don't know, like overthought, and mm. I was just like off whatever, and I was getting so frustrated that I, I ended up. I was like, I packed this in, and then I started going out and stuff, and I was like, oh fuck uni, oh eh, fuck <laughs> and stuff, um, and then yeah, I dropped out straight away. I didn't even go back and get my portfolio or anything. I was just like, I just <laughs> leave. It. I honestly don't even care, and I did know what to tattoo, but I was just yeah, I was just gonna see how it played out because I used at that age I started going out and stuff anyway, and I was in Glasgow, mm. and it wasn't until I went to London, but no, I've. What was I going to ask? Yeah, what was your first tattoo? Oh, God. <laughs> you don't <laughs> want to know. <laughs> okay, so reading on from type, like, I like cats, okay? You can see the cat tower in the background. Yeah. Um, so I got, like, I was underage, I was 17, um, some crappy little shop, um, and I went with, like, my best friend and her mom, and we had, like, permission, which isn't a thing. Um. And I remember they had theirs first and I was sitting on the sofa and there was a meatloaf DVD. A meatloaf <laughs> so, DVD? Meat, meat, yeah, like, like a music concert. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, I <laughs> so now I hate meatloaf because <laughs> it just reminds me of this awful experience. Oh and my I had like, God. had like a little cat, cat face on my wrist facing me, honestly, all the things you shouldn't have. Um, 
permission meatloaf DVD <laughs> Under cat face <laughs> upside down <laughs> all the wrongs um and then I got, eventually got that covered but I wasn't happy with that so I then got laser and then I got that covered with a, a rose and then Kirst who I work with has been very kind to me and she's reworked that as well oh there you so. go <laughs> so it's a bit of trauma to my wrist, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, your wrist um, hasn't stood a chance, has it? But yeah, luckily, I haven't had like any major mistakes. Yeah. You know, like I didn't get like a full sleeve that I hated, so I'm lucky yeah. in that sense. But what was your first tattoo? God, I, I remember um, I went into a shop when I was 14 with my mate who's older and I just watched them off this local guy called Alza who was like the town's like tattooer. And then I, I, I didn't get tattooed then, but I was about to get um, <laughs> the McDonald's logo on my hip or <laughs> a little what? guy with a lawnmower down on my crotch. Like oh, no. I never, thank God. But I was, I, I used to go on this website. I forget what it's called. It was something like B B M zine.com whatever it was like body modification and tattoos and stuff and it was obviously mm. when the internet wasn't really a thing so it was like you just go on and you just look at literally a photo of like an emo kid with a lip piercing you go oh sick piercing yeah oh, good. <laughs> and then like a tattoo so it was mostly joke tattoos that would come up bye i didn't get that my first tattoo was when i was 17 and i got it it was uh, just an hourglass on the back of my arm i still have it Oh, and it, cool. my, yeah it's not too bad it still looks good and stuff but um i didn't i just let my mate pick it I, I was mates with a lot of older guys who were covered in tattoos and i remember back in the myspace days they were just like get this by this guy and i'm glad that i met them because they did yeah. me like the gods good. were with you yeah like they i remember the first exposure I put like I had besides like magazines and local artists like they were showing me like Steve Burns, MySpace and Eli Quinters, Chad Coplingers when I was like 15 and this was a very long time ago so obviously it was MySpace days so that's the first actual time besides like Miami Inc and like yeah. all the rest like those American tattoos I was actually showing I guess pretty good artists from a younger age I've actually since been around tattooing properly i've actually got like more silly tattoos now than when i actually did when i did <laughs> about no it way. yeah i've got like portraits of like michael bolton on my thigh like <laughs> or just oh, some... thigh. <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's actually been done well which is a funny thing but it's just I, I, I want to get more joke stuff on me just so i can like laugh a bit more because i've always been like trying to make it look so mm. cool or serious yeah. Yeah, and that some like the all the bits that you can see in my body, I guess, that are covered in well, I mean what I like to think all right stuff, but the my legs and stuff, I want to have a bit more like, I don't know, fun weight and stuff. Random. Yeah. yeah I think I, I've done that as well. I see people with them and I'm like, oh, that's so funny. And it's especially when it's been done well. Like, do you remember when you tattooed Matt and you tattooed the Duff beer? Yeah. You know, I only remembered that the other day. Yeah, I that um I saw it before lockdown. It's like the size reason. of a fingernail. It's yeah, tiny. it's tiny. I think it was in the summer, actually, when we went back from lockdown one, we were all, obviously everybody wears shorts and the people you work with and stuff, you're like, oh, I didn't know you had that on you, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And we totally forgot about um, that beer. Yeah, that was 
even though it was so small so (laughs) nerve-wracking I was (laughs) like are you sure you want this and he's like yeah 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 and then you know I went up to his room and like the music's on like it's like a party when you go into that room I know um I think we're drinking beer as well so (laughs) I like I I would just like hang out up there because I was like up in the main room where it was like death metal or whatever and the moment you go downstairs it was honestly like trance music or whatever it's called like I'm I don't know anything about sort of dance music but yeah the the boys love that sort of yeah what's the cool vibe in there though yeah yeah no it's yeah uh, that's why I would always I would literally finish a tattoo say bye and then just like run upstairs and just sit there and just like that's cool and like hang out (laughs) up there as if it was almost a separate shop but um no they, they, they love the vibing out for sure that's what the new shop's like is it oh cool i've got a yeah. guest spot with you guys in june i hope it goes ahead yeah because um, it's already been rescheduled i think oh has it <clears throat> i think so um but yeah judging by the dates and stuff it should be okay yeah, yeah. Um, and oh, sun cool. will be yeah. shining and stuff how long are you down for um i think three days maybe like the friday the saturday and the sunday i think it's like june yeah. the 12th or something um i suppose it's not a far way for you to come either because i don't like whenever i drive up to scotland i always like i go via birmingham it takes me but it mm. takes like a couple of hours to get to birmingham in the car from london and i always yeah, yeah. thought it was way further north never knew it was like mm. I guess up the road in a way. It's not, yeah, it's not far. It, I don't really go to London often, but that's just because, like, it's just so busy, <laughs> I guess. And I don't know. I'm just more likely to go north. <laughs> yeah. And I guess because you, you came to London to do the guest spots that we worked with each other previously, but you didn't you get tattooed? You come down to get tattooed a lot, don't you? Um, yeah. Yeah, I have done. I've been tattooed by, I got some lettering by Kingsley, that low yeah, rider, sick. which I just love. I need to get some more. He's um, second, eh? Oh, my God. I was just like, you're a wizard. You're a wizard, Harry. And then I've been tattooed by Sam Ford, and that was, um, it was actually a charity day. Um, so it wasn't at her normal studio. Mm-hmm. And I, like, won a, won a tattoo. Oh, did and you? And I was, like, still, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, and I remember it was so busy in there. And um, I was like nearly passed out outside. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was just so anxious. Oh, yeah. I was just like so anxious about it. Yeah. And I was like, got that tunnel vision. And I was like, is this how people feel when they're about to pass out? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was fine when I went in there. I mean, them, I got uh, a bit of my What about you? Who do you, who are you getting tattooed by? Um, tattoo, I mean, I've got nothing booked in, but generally I get tattooed off of Valerie Vargas down here. She done my back a year ago. I finished it a year ago and some bits of my thigh and stuff. And I, besides that, I guess it's just the people I work with, I get tattooed with a lot. But um, I need to book some stuff in. I really want to get my shoulders done by Kingsley. And it was your mm. thigh that I saw, and I was, I think, you might have posted it or whatever it was, but that's when mm. I saw his work and I was like, gee, it's unbelievable. Yeah, crazy. Crazy. Imagine being able and to just like take two pens anywhere and that's it. That's all you need. Oh, <laughs> like the, the thought of freehanding stresses me out. But like, and lettering, I just 
it's just a different mind you need a different mindset yeah. so it's just crazy i, I don't think that, like that yeah it needs to be so natural to you to even begin you can't mm. like have any sort of second thoughts that like you should just like that vision you have to have when it comes to lettering is unbelievable literally unbelievable yeah, yeah for sure oh interesting <laughs> interesting so i'm drinking my diluting juice i'm like a five-year-old i literally oh, squash squash yeah, sorry squash. <laughs> <laughs> i realized that people listening might be like what the fuck is diluting juice and even that the way that i say it, it's like diluting <laughs> I was like, you drinking detergent? It's meant to go in your washing machine. <laughs> Some fairy liquid. Oh, that's not detergent. That's actually. To be fair, I think that you've you've like acquired more of a, a London. Not you haven't got a London accent at all. What? But when when I first met you, I feel like you were more Scottish. <laughs> nah, I mean, don't say yeah. that. I'll, I'll try my hardest to sound more <laughs> Scottish. It's all, I, maybe it's because like I don't know. I mean, I probably have softened my accent a lot. I know I have, especially since moving like 11 years ago, whatever. But I don't know if it's because when I do the podcast, I have to be, I don't know, I still talk fast, but I try and have... Eloquent. Like, well, I try my hardest to be as much as possible because I know that people might have their headphones in and they're like, what is this guy going on about? I can't even hear a word he's saying. But fuck it. It's like, do you know, whenever like the BBC show or like, the news or whatever they always talk like they always put subtitles on if it's like a scottish program on like bbc and it's like subtitles was talking was speaking english <laughs> that's like putting on brookside <laughs> putting english like uh, yeah. english subtitles it's like they're speaking english they just have a strong accent you can't subtitle them anyway where was it where was it up to oh yeah that was it so in terms of like getting into tattooing for you was it like sort of what you expected that it would be like from looking the outside into now actually tattooing um probably better <laughs> like yeah like I'm glad I moved when I did um mm. and met the people I did like it was just a bit more of an e easygoing like transition um yeah. but I've loved it to be honest like I've met really nice people like every studio I've worked at, like I've enjoyed. Um, Cause I've only, I worked at the last one for like two years um, where I was classed as like junior tattooist. I know you don't like that. You told me off before Who? putting that in my bio. <laughs> you did. Did I? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I've got junior. This was like when my first guest bought family business and you were like, take that out of there. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Um, and then, yeah, and then now I'm at the church, like, we're like a little family. It's so good. Sick. Like, we've all did, like, a little Pilates session this morning. Oh, did you? And stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, we just, like, get on. They're just, yeah. like, pe people that are alike and stuff. Yeah. Um, it makes a big difference, that, doesn't it? When, you've just, when you work with like-minded people, it just makes your day so much better just because, I don't know, for me, that's a big part of it as well is just who you work with just makes you tattoo better as well like yeah definitely like the good vibes of the shot yeah they're all like incredible artists so every day I'm inspired by them and stuff but um and we also talk about absolute random rubbish and it's great <laughs> <laughs> we watch a lot of random YouTube videos 
it's like when you, when you got into tattooing, did you already sort of know what sort of stuff you wanted to tattoo, or did you, I guess, just fall into the style that you now do? Um, to be honest, I, I wanted to do like black and grey realism. Mm-hmm. Um, like I always drew like pencil portraits before I tat- tattooed. So yeah, I, I was like, I just thought for a sure thing, like I'm going to go into that. Um, and then I guess I was m- most inspired like by Neo Trad. Mm-hmm. um when I started I don't really know why I did that because I've never even worked in color but I was like yeah, yeah let's smash out some color tattoos the first time ever working in color um but I just really enjoy it and I like black and gray but I don't know just I don't know well, I don't I, know why I never have I mean you do do both though as well don't you like if, from your Instagram and I guess what you post it is, it is so suppose, versatile yeah your work and you do do portraits and small scale stuff then larger scale stuff then you've done the uh, back pieces and I guess that must keep it fresh as well just yeah. being able to mix it up a bit instead of just doing the same thing yeah it is uh, if I have a week of like four black and grey days I'm like by the fifth day I'm like let's do some colour <laughs> and like <laughs> and vice versa like, I yeah, think, yeah. yeah I like to be a bit free reign with what I, what I do yeah yeah I, I I don't know. I mean, the way I work is like I, d- I almost like to just stick with what I don't know. From mentally, for me, I like to know. I don't know. I prefer to do the same thing, not subject, mm-hmm. but I like if I go through the black and grey thing. I like to just stick with that, and because I feel what I get better at the more I do it. Mm-hmm. But then, no, you're right. Because sometimes I'm like, if a, a close mate of mine wants something like traditional. And I'll do it. And actually, at the end of it, I'm like, oh, I missed doing that. And I didn't mm. realise I missed it. I was just mm. so set on just doing whatever, I, I guess, the stuff that people see me post on Instagram. But um, no, it's, I guess it is important to mix it up a bit, just mentally. Mm. I know what you mean. Like, the guys at the shop, they all specify, like, in stuff more than me. Um, and it shows, like... Mm-hmm. you know the more you do something the more you improve for sure and um and like every day like cursed will be doing color realism every day and it'll be like it'll never be finished because it's like you know it's a full day session but it will take like three days to finish and then yeah. I like just being able to finish it in a day just that yeah. completed nah, feeling, yeah. completed it mate yeah <laughs> I, I relate to that like multiple sessions and stuff I I I don't know. I just, I love the idea of just starting it and finishing it. And I feel because everything heals consistently like together instead of like the lines healing, then the dark healing, mm. the black healing, and then yeah, the color and stuff. And then the photos at the end of it, it's all like mixed yeah. because it's not being all done at the same session. But I guess it depends on the scale and stuff. Yeah, so it's you- better for the photo, but it's not, it's yeah. not all about the photo, but it is. <laughs> no, I know it's not. <laughs> But I, I don't know, mentally, I just, if, if you're on like a, a high doing something and you're in a really, it's going really well, sometimes it's, oh, it's a shame to stop and then pick up where you're Oh, yeah, off. yeah. Like just that Work head. until like 10 p.m. Like, yeah. we'll get it done. And that photo, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and the gram. So you don't have like, I don't know, you don't have a favourite thing to do? Um, Probably just like... uh. I don't know. No, not really. Probably just subject matter more than style. So anything like ladyheads, animals, flowers, and jewels. Yeah. 
all the girly stuff, even though I'm a massive tomboy. But I, I like to tattoo girly stuff. I really want one of those little, yeah, jewel things that we like, or like a Clara, there's a shop that I work at. She does a lot of them, um, like filigree and um, jewels, I guess. I just like the way they look, especially oh, yeah, her work's beautiful. And stuff. It's yeah. like, I like that I'm always like, get something in my leg. But um, all right, maybe I'll get a surfboard uh, Velociraptor then. Off <laughs> 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 you when you're down in June. Yeah, I mean, that, that would be good if we can actually get back to tattooing like properly by then. Uh, they keep saying like June the, the 21st as well. And I'm like, oof, I don't know. What's well, the thing is being back to normal? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are very much like saying, no, it won't be and stuff. But I'm like, I, yeah, but there's no point in thinking like that, is there? Like, let's just hope and let's just hope. Yeah. I mm. try and stay as optimistic as possible. Mm. And then some people around me are like, not a mm. chance. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to think like that. <laughs> Let me be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's pointless. And what was I going to say? Yeah, I, I'm going to ask a few questions then of like what you would, I, I guess, what we get asked from clients is like what's have you had any like situations happen whilst tattooing that are like I don't know crazy experiences um, not so much me but like people I work with what have you saw? Strange uh, <laughs> I don't know like all the bad ones come to mind it's not good really um what have I seen I don't know. Like, Nick had a guy whose like bull was hanging out, <laughs> and he had no idea. We had to like throw him a throw him a blanket. Poor guy. Um, <laughs> throw him a blanket. But yeah, like not really. Like all my customers are like really cool and like you know feel more like friends. Yeah. Um. But yeah, not really for me. Of anything like if I know it's going to be like a awkward or a weird experience I won't take it on you know yeah um no not really we had like this homeless guy throw some bricks at the shop the other, the other week ah oh, standard then. <laughs> yeah yeah no nothing super crazy to I report don't you, unfortunately you, you don't really get as much crazy experiences as I guess you once did I guess it because of this type of person that now gets tattooed as everyone that it's I, I don't know mm. it seems like tattoo shops aren't as crazy as the places that they once were you know yeah yeah I've only had a few sort of small experiences it's more stuff like you were just saying there that I've saw not really that I've yeah somebody that I've tattooed or anything but you what do get yours? asked that a lot what what, is mine? what are yours oh, then oh, I don't know I mean lots of <laughs> I don't know it's hard to think off the top of your head. I know. Actually, you know what? I think in the future I should start just giving whoever I'm doing a podcast with, with the questions and then they can actually <laughs> think. <laughs> I should actually think. I should have just made some up. Absolutely ridiculous. I, but... used to, I used to tattoo this guy. I thought about this a few days ago randomly, but I used to tattoo him in a shop I first worked at in Kingston. And um, he used to bring me, like, meat. He said... It's, <laughs> he said he worked in a butcher's, but then I found that he didn't work in a butcher's. He knew a guy who did, and he, he kept bringing me, I mean, rotten meat, rotten, rotten meat. Oh, why? And, he, and then he was telling me how he sleeps in his car. And I tattooed him a few times, and he was sound and stuff. But 
In fact, no, when I first tattooed him, it was like nice meat. And then the more he came, it had to get more rotten and rotten. So that was just a bit odd. But in terms, of, I don't know. You see a lot of things, and I've done some funny tattoos and stuff, but nothing crazy. Tattoo wise, have you never done anything that stands out? Like, um, not really, because I like turn down stuff that. Yeah, I suppose. Well, that was another question: is like, what stuff would you? Is there anything that you wouldn't tattoo, or is it just? Probably just anything that's like offensive, Mm -hmm. or like, if I wouldn't want it like on Instagram, then probably not going to tattoo it. Yeah. 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 (laughs) <laughs> I, I tattoo that. like I, I get to tattoo animals and like you know all the fun stuff so yeah nothing really stands out I mean to be honest I, I tattooed oh what have I tattooed I tattooed this guy another guy and he came in and he wanted a cover up and he had above his crotch suck it with an arrow pointing down and I was like oh, this is horrendous and he's like oh, oh no. my son and daughter have now learned to read I need it covered and I was like, I've, I mean, fair enough. Well, I'll cover it for you. I just put a big, massive rose over it. And I get where that guy was coming from. But I was just like, what made you get such a daft tattoo? Honestly. But then again, you do get all sorts. So. There'll always be someone out there that is willing to get any sort of tattoo at the end of the day. Yeah. If it's free. People yeah. love free tattoos. I found that out when I started <laughs> tattooing. Yeah, I mean, aye. you get a few shops that will do like, I don't know, yeah, free tattoos. I, for apprentices and stuff, it makes sense, but yeah, there'll always be someone out there that's, yeah, that will get it. So, yeah, like I think when I, I was going to do like six free tattoos when I first started, just to, mm-hmm. just to like get used to it. And then it was going to be like £20 and then £50 or whatever. Yeah. And like, I had like, 50 emails. I was like, what is wrong with you all? Pay for your tattoos. Yeah, I know. It is good if you're practicing, I guess. Our, our apprentices started taking on small um, tattoos and stuff. It's, it's not went like out to the public yet, but like you said, there's no shot of people willing to sort of give you their arms and yeah. stuff. Yeah, well, to, if, to if they're on. like good straight away, I guess they're thinking, I'm going to make the most of it. Yeah. So that apprentices works really good. There's like black and grey portrait on some fake yeah, skin. Yeah, Jack, no, he's really sick. Um, he's done a couple of little bits on the guys at the shop, but nothing um, on the public yet. Because obviously the, the third lockdown came into play and that sort of stole things. So I guess when we go back, you'll maybe put something online or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, what was I going to ask? Yeah, who... Do you have any sort of big influences when it comes to tattooing? Or do you just sort of, I guess, the people that you work with mm-hmm. are your bigger interest uh, influences yeah more so um because also i know them all and they're all like rad people it's just yeah it just makes a difference to me um but mainly the people i get tattooed by so i've got mm-hmm. like a, a back piece um coming along by nick um he's my boss and then well you, you you're getting your back done yeah, like getting like a big realism piece uh, by Nick, like squeezing that in because he's so busy. Um, but yeah, like probably just really pretty illustrative tattoos. So Hannah Flowers, love her stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Emily Rose Murray in Australia. Yeah, um, uh... I love Lucy O'Connell's stuff. Like, I've got quite a few bits off her now. Sadie mm. Glover. <laughs> Everyone, basically. Literally scrolling that, for Instagram yeah. and I'm like, oof. Yeah, like, I do like to look at their stuff. Um, but, yeah, I've got, like, friends as well that are just really good and I get tattooed yeah. by them. Luckily, like, you don't have to go that far for a good tattoo anymore, but it's nice yeah. to travel as well. That's a good point, actually. Like, I get traveling for me used to be such a big part of it. Like, I used to love, like, if I went abroad, sourcing like a good tattoo out there and making that a part of the trip and stuff. But yeah, that's a good point. Like, nowadays, there's so many amazing artists that you literally don't need to even travel 10 minutes before you get to a yeah. good spot, you know? Yeah, definitely. And they're all like close close together but there's enough work out there I think so, I mean I yeah, don't know yeah. now after lockdown <laughs> we're all skinned <laughs> oh, it's funny that you were saying earlier when you're to obviously keeping yourself like busy over lockdown I mean I've just now recently started trying to do a bit more flash stuff which <clears> is unlike I mean unlike the stuff I post but the stuff I used to do was a lot more hand-painted and mm. um, more illustrative and stuff and I've just started doing that the last week or so just to keep myself busy because I don't know the last few now that we've got an end date I feel like it's dragging now because yeah I'm now, I'm now more excited to get back to tattooing than I would probably say previously in lockdown one and two but because summer's coming up and all the rest of it I'm really I really just want to get back to tattooing now I'm so yeah. like, I'm so over it like the feeling of just every day being so monotonous and just going through the same mm. stuff like at least you'll have some stuff as well like for cancellations and people can jump in and have a flash piece um yeah but we've well, I mean, done I, like a... yeah i don't know if i'm gonna tattoo it <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just I, practice. I, yeah no I, I just for fun almost like yeah i just i guess i was thinking about maybe allocating a day a week or whatever or some spare time to do it more for the fun side of it like yeah and then just because I mean I enjoy what I tattoo anyway but instead of trying to work it within my current diary just maybe set some time aside if anybody ever wanted a piece and just do it separately mm. but, yeah that's um, cool that's something I find hard actually just drawing for fun yeah. I'm always like this has to be the best thing I've ever done and then it needs to sell and then like it doesn't have to does it it's just yeah. art like just have fun with it well when you said earlier when uh, you're talking <clears throat> about the separate instagram you had for your illustration stuff mm. like when i was doing this podcast or whatever I, I, most people i guess would make a separate page for it and i was like well i don't want it to be so busy I'll, i'm not trying to do this completely separate thing like, i want it to be quite intertwined with it so mm. i'll just post it on my page because i don't want to have two separate things completely and then because it takes a lot out of you try to keep up on instagram and stuff and keep on top of posting and stuff so having more than one is it's actually yeah. a bit of a task i think it works though with what you're doing because it's tattoo related and yeah i think that all your followers are going to want to listen to it so because it's a Hopefully. bit of you isn't it <laughs> <laughs> can only can only hope stephanie but yeah no, it's been going well. I've just been sort of, I don't know, just trying to keep my mind busy and trying to do something a bit different. Yeah, it's nice just to have a chat, isn't it? Like, well, everybody, literally... yeah. 
I've so many people were asking what I was doing it for, and that I was like, mate, it's just a bit of chit chat. I'm not yeah. trying to like create recreate the wheel here or like tackle anything to I don't know. I just I just want to chat with like minded people. Mm, I've never like done a podcast before, and um, like I love to chat and stuff, but I think I'd, I've turned one down before because I was too shy. Did you? Yeah, I get shy. Imposter syndrome as well. Like feel like I'm. Like, I don't know, like I'm not really good enough. Don't be bloody daft. I, mean, <laughs> I go through the same thing. I'm like, like, I don't know why I'd be doing it or who would listen to it. But I guess you just, I don't know. It, it's almost uh, that imposter syndrome is almost like a a compliment to your own modesty of like, in a way, like, of course you should be doing podcasts and stuff because you're great at what you do and stuff and fuck it. Why not? Yeah, definitely. I no. kept I kept seeing people with like doing sort of similar stuff and I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll just do it. I mean, I don't care. Like, why not? Mm. Nothing to lose. It made me laugh when you were, I can't remember if it was Matt or Bint that you were speaking to and you've been watching like the portrait artist of the year. <laughs> <laughs> and you bought like the oil paints and stuff and I'd done exactly the same thing. And like used them once and was like, oh, this is hard. And now uh, I haven't used them again. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Stephanie, I've literally got the entire bag of everything unopened, <laughs> still in the sealed wrappers, everything in the loft. I can't believe we haven't done that. I can't took them out just for... No. I know. In fact, because I, I got like, um, the easel was also a storage box. So I was like, oh, I can put the bits in that. So I opened that up, put it all in. And then I got a projector as well. Because I was like, I don't, like, I wanted to be able to just project whatever I'm drawing. Draw it rough out and then paint it because I was like, cut out that part of the process. Proper shortcut material. But anyway, <laughs> got it out and I was like, right, connect to Bluetooth. And it wasn't compatible. And I was like, oh, fuck this. Just put it straight in the drawer. So <laughs> I didn't even get, I didn't, I even bought a projector and I couldn't even, I didn't even manage to get that working. So even, I'd done my son, I'd done an illustration actually on my son's wall recently. It was like a whale. And oh, I was like, oh, now's, now's the time to, get um the projector out and again i didn't even have the patience to get that working i ended up making a projector i got a shoebox um a torch a magnifying glass and i drew over like a little piece of like acetate or like i mean it was actually like a lid for like pancetta (laughs) (laughs) no way i ended up having the patience to make a projector but not actually work out the bluetooth so don't know how that works But yeah, I'm Bye. totally like that. Or the gear. No idea. No idea. <laughs> but I'm so literally what... just like, I'm just Netflix expert, biscuit eater. Like, that's what I've achieved this lockdown. What have you been watching? <laughs> um, I've just started re-watching Stranger Things, actually, because I think there's a new one coming out. Is there? Yeah, I think so. Are you um, sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Um... But yeah, US Office, rewatching that. You know what? I'm rewatching things because, like, that's my little comfort blanket. Yeah, I, I read actually because um, I do the exact same thing, and I read that. Did it? I mean, it's for people that I mean, I suffer badly with anxiety and stuff. But the reason why people tend to watch stuff is because um, I saved the post on Instagram. It's basically just because you know the outcome, so your anxiety levels decrease because, like 
you can genuinely relax because you don't have to pay much attention to it basically mm. it's almost like a comfort blanket like you're saying it's just yeah yeah so you know the ending and you know what's what's going to happen that doesn't your brain isn't switched on having to think and worry and get into it if it's like yeah if it's like a serious drama and stuff everybody's always like you should watch this and i'm like mate i just put only fools and horses on and repeat and just sit <laughs> and have my dinner like i'm fine that's it yeah yeah I don't know. I have watched like other stuff as well, but I do just go back to what I've watched. Watch the whole of Superstore. I don't, I don't even enjoy most of it. I'm watching it and I'm like, do I do I like this? But it's, you know, it's nothing else to do, is there? I, I I got into RuPaul's Drag Race recently and I'm obsessed. Oh yeah, with UK amazing. Yeah, got my boyfriend into that. He's like. <laughs> like yeah. when, um, when he comes onto the catwalk, my boyfriend's like sass levels go it up. I'm brilliant. like, yes. <laughs> I'm trying to get it as my ringtone. Like, oh, yeah. Um, there's so many good snippets and like sound bites. I don't know what one, but I'm going to make sure like I get a good one off it. But um, yeah, that's it's great, isn't it? And, yeah, it's literally the most feel good program. It's on the night. Yeah. UK. Yeah. Yeah. yeah UK. UK Hun. UK Hun. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm t- I think I'm rooting for Lawrence Cheney, but I think uh, Bimini, yeah. which is also good. I'm happy. I like Bimini. I like everybody. I, part, I wouldn't say Ellie Diamond should be in there. Um, yeah. Think, makeup skills are good though. Makeup I know, but it's good. the same makeup in it every week. <laughs> same makeup and same outfit. But I'm you should apply to be a judge. Guess judge. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> Next to Alan Carr. <laughs> I don't think Graham Norton and Alan Carr put an application in. <laughs> yeah, it is great. No, it's it. I was very. I don't know for so long. I was just like, I'm not watching that. It just looks like trash TV or whatever. And then I watched it. And I was like, this is literally the sickest program. Mm. It's so feel good, and it's like the yeah, talent of that makeup and stuff is just unbelievable. Mm. Yeah. So apart it's from creative. that, I've just been binging. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, well, it is. Yeah, but you have a little family and stuff as well, so I guess that it takes you know a lot of time for you. Yeah. Like having yeah. yeah, no, you're right. It's yeah, it's like I'm very thankful I've got my boy and my missus. And yeah, we've got another one on the way as well. We've got a little girl. She, she Oh nice. Yeah, she'll be born in eight and a half weeks, I think. Oh wow. Yeah, so that that flew <laughs> and that's the other crazy thing as well, because um that the time has just flown in. I can't believe that nine months has passed and like mm. she'll be born. I'll I'll be back to work for two weeks and then I have to take maternity paternity leave. Oh no! So it's good, but in my head I'm like, just had four months. Could you off. not come earlier? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How selfish! <laughs> but that's why I was like, oh what? Like, but I mean, I've only taken a few weeks off because I had to reschedule some clients and like I just had to. But yeah. no, having the my wee boy and stuff, he just he runs circles around you and keeps you busy. So that definitely, mm. I'm thankful for just having that because it, it passes the days quick, but also in a nice way. Mm. Because yeah, I feel for people that I don't know can't really keep busy in that sense, you know. know. Or stuck indoors, also just working on the laptops from home all day and stuff it's just been horrendous and it? it's just been horrendous for everybody. and luckily I'm I am like the kind of person that's always wants wanting to do something mm-hmm. I could get itchy feet if I'm sitting around for too long but it's been a tough week in terms of just doing anything hasn't it I'm painting yeah. the kitchen this week so oh yeah 
yeah, painting the kitchen cupboards. <laughs> um, just <laughs> DIY SS. <laughs> what's it like? What's it been like, like in uh, Birmingham in general? Has it been quite? Because I, I guess in central London, it almost is still quite busy. Yeah, the streets and stuff. Um, I'm not like that central to Birmingham. I'm like in a little sort of town off it. Um, there's still tons of people on the road. To be honest, I think there's mm. still a lot of people working, but um. I know. I think now Boris has given us a date. I just think that everyone's forgot that we're in lockdown. Yeah. And going to Morrison's is hell. So I've actually just done a HelloFresh for the next few weeks. I was like, I don't really want to go back there. Yeah, I know. Like I, we we find ourselves in the supermarket almost every day, and it infuriates me because I always try my best to like like plan ahead, but by there's always stuff you need to leave the house for. And I'm like, this is dreadful. Like, every day, the highlight of the day is walking through Sainsbury's, just I looking know. for oat milk or something. <laughs> so honestly, yeah. I can't, oh my God. I can't be dealing with it, Stephanie. <laughs> so you said you'll be down in, what, June, hopefully, if all things go to plan. Yeah. It's, do, you, um, do you have any other guest spots coming up? Uh, I had one planned uh, in Swansea, and that was... Uh, studio called high water gallery um but that had to get cancelled so i'm hoping to rearrange that at some point but the only one that's like fixed in stone is in london so crossing my fingers it goes ahead because i do I enjoy even, a guest spot i didn't even know that was happening then i told matt recently yeah. when i was chatting to him i was like oh i'm going to hopefully get stephanie on he's like oh she's guessing at the shop and i was like oh, <laughs> that works well yeah exactly yeah maybe i'm looking forward that, to it I, I can do like I was thinking about maybe when we get back in at the shop, trying to do like a podcast at the shop, but I don't know how that would work. Well, like face to face. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I think that'd be more pressure though. You think? Well, yeah, because it would be gen. It would actually be. I would be chatting utter shite. <laughs> because. Isn't that what you're doing now? <laughs> well, I, I'm going on a bit. I'll be honest. No, so I guess I can still like change topic fairly easily over Zoom, and like I could write notes if I wanted to and stuff like that. But if you're face to face, it would just be chaos, wouldn't it? Let's be honest here; it would be utter chaos. Probably a few more like external factors, like Matt in the <laughs> background or something. <laughs> yeah, the rave music blaring. <laughs> but no, I do appreciate you obviously coming on and stuff and chatting away and stuff yeah thanks for having me i enjoy what's it what's your plan for the rest of the day um so i'm gonna paint some more kitchen cupboards i thought i was for next week <laughs> no no i've started that this week it's just taking me forever um but i do want to like go for a walk with some of the guys from work when you know when it's possible yeah um but yeah to be honest like just trying to keep busy with commissions and stuff but yeah. can't make plans can you because it's just are you still accepting commissions a few like mm -hmm. ones that i know i can do on time and stuff but um yeah not not booking like tattoo appointments yet but i'm trying to arrange because i want to do a collab with cursed at work so we were just trying to arrange a date to do that mm -hmm. um because we wanted to do it in feb and then that got pushed back um so yeah just different styles i think that'll be cool yeah but have you ever done a collab? 
I've not actually. It, Chris at the shop has done a fair few, and that's really like inspired me to want to do one. And I've always, yeah, I, I, like, I've, I've, it's never even crossed my mind. And then when I saw it and stuff, I was like, that's actually such a cool mm. idea. I can imagine that being quite challenging and stuff. So I'm definitely open to it. I just, I guess it's finding the right client as well and it's sort of yeah both and stuff and it doesn't even have to be anything big i don't think like yeah you know i know it's like a bit more impacting when it's a whole back piece but i like the clash of styles for sure i just want to be able to pre-plan a bit better like in general when it comes to work and just again if things go well with the lockdown and stuff we can do that because I guess it's about putting stuff on paper and then all of a sudden having to reschedule it for a fourth time. Mm. That's that's what scares me a bit. Hopefully, like we can just get back to it and genuinely get back onto like, a good rhythm of work <laughs> and not yeah. feeling that it's going to get halted like again. I don't think I could handle that for like, a fourth time. That'd be insane. I, I just think like now everyone's just thinking we've got a crack on at the studio. Tattoo yeah. all the people that have missed out. Um, but I do want to like still do conventions, but just don't know if they're going to happen. Yeah, I mean the London one stopped for good now, but I guess that would create a space for an, another new one to. Yeah, that's pretty sad though. I love going yeah. to that convention. I, I saw you there. Remember? Yeah, was it, was I drunk? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I normally stay. Or <laughs> it was at one o'clock. PM in the night. <laughs> no PM. Yeah, day drinking. Yeah, it's just a really good one, isn't it? It's a good day out, though, isn't it? It's yeah. Good, like. Yeah, I met like my mate Ree there, like for the first time. We were like speaking on Instagram, like, I love your work, and oh yeah, I love your work. And we were like, let's meet at London Tattoo Convention, and she was like at the bar, and I was like tapping this girl on the shoulder, like, is this you? She's like, yeah. It's me. Um, was was it actually her? Yeah, it was her. All right, thank God. Right. Yeah. So we met there. But yeah, I mean, still like, I still love Brighton as well. Um, going to work that next time. But yeah, are yeah, you going to work I, Brighton? I worked Brighton before and I really enjoyed it. I just, yeah, I'm, I would definitely want to do Brighton again. I just like Brighton as an area, to be honest. The older I get, it's weird. The, the more I love Brighton as a place, like, it's just having the seaside and stuff. I guess, I, I guess it comes with as you get older, you appreciate things like the sea and stuff. But um, as a convention, it's it's good. It's always been good. I, I, when I first went there, it was two thousand and nine or whatever. It was at the race course, racetrack, where the um, the dog racetrack up the top right, and then it went to the Hilton, and then it went to um the the concert hall, whatever it's called. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I, I love Brighton and London. Right, because the next day when you're hungover, you can just lie on the beach. Yeah, that's what I <laughs> Go mean. to the aquarium. Aquarium? Who does that? Yeah. Uh, me. <laughs> Have you done it? I've never been to the aquarium. Yeah. Right? Maybe that's what I need to do. I feel yeah. weird, though, being underground, surrounded by water, right next to the sea. That would freak me out. I'm claustrophobic at the yeah. best of times, so it's like... Oh, yeah, you won't be any good there, then. Yeah, I would just have the worst panic attack in my life. Yeah, and just... just stick with street level. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like with what the pressure of having to start and finish that tattoo, I can't even overthink that because I start getting really anxious as I'm like about to start. I don't know if you get that when you're if you're starting a big piece. It's the sort of thought of like 
I have to do it. Like I can't just run at the shop. I'm I'm committed now. <laughs> I'm here. I need to make sure everything goes well. This person's like, trusted me. They're waiting upstairs. <laughs> They've got the train in. All those factors and stuff come into playing in my head. I'm like, just stop thinking like that. Just forget about it. Just go to the fucking print them, print it off. Like that <laughs> sort of stuff is also what plays on my mind. But yeah. Oh. Yeah, I get I get that more before like when I'm designing it than when I'm tattooing it. Right. Like if I'm designed and I'm ready to go, I'm like happy. But mm-hmm. if it's the design isn't going well, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I'm gonna have to move this person. <laughs> or be like, tell them I can't do it. Uh, never really happens, but yeah. I guess it'd be uh, yeah. No, I, I I try and design as early on as well as possible, just so I don't get that as well. Because yeah. I try and draw a lot whenever I'm traveling as well, like just to and from work, just if I'm playing about, I don't try and get the drawing down or whatever, but I, but I struggle a lot with getting on trains, just anxiety wise and stuff. So I, I find that just drawing on my iPad and stuff also just takes my head out of where I am and stuff and yeah. I can just relax better. And then I can sort of have that to work off from, Like even just like trying to allocate the, the reference image to the right email and all the rest of that, I'll do that on the train and get everything ready so when I do come to draw I can literally open up my iPad and draw when I'm at home and shit like that but yeah I can talk yeah you sound like me you're like a bit OCD in that way like guys at work like can they'll they'll be like in the kitchen like hunched over their coffee and their iPad and I'm like how are you doing it but like cursed stencils like the most ridiculous stencils ever like being a realism artist you think it'd be like full of all this detail but it's like something a kid's drawn like (laughs) (laughs) it's literally just like the outline and I'm like how are you gonna tattoo a portrait from that it's just yeah mega talent yeah I've never seen that actually because yeah like you say normally when it comes to realism and stuff it's like a puzzle it's like thousands of lines of every contour of the face and stuff but I guess some people just are wizards aren't they yeah they are well so well i think that's all i've got to ask then we'll talk to cool <laughs> well no i'll wait till you come back to june anyway and like i can we can have a proper chin wagon stuff i'll talk gear off then maybe i will be doing the the podcast um in the shop as well so i'll see how it goes but no i'd really appreciate you obviously coming on and giving us your time yeah, thank you for enough. asking me to be a guest. <laughs> I don't be sorry. Anytime. I've enjoyed I, listening to him. Oh, have you? Oh, thank mm. you. Yeah, I'd, I'd, it's going well and stuff. I've got a couple lined up. I'm just seeing where it goes, and hopefully, I can get in a, a few more and stuff before um, April. I should be. I mean, it's plenty of time, but um, yeah, we'll just see how it goes. But no, thanks for listening and thanks for coming on. That's all right. Next time I'll like have a few like horror stories in line for you. No, I, I need to start. I'll start sending off a small brief of like questions to people before because I mind when I asked Ben, I was like, "Who's your influences?" He was like, "Oh, I wish you told me you were going to ask me this because I haven't like I forget <laughs> I forget all their names." And I'm like, "Oh shit, yeah." yeah There's a lot of names, and when an Instagram handle is like different to their name as well, that's it's hard yeah. to remember. Yeah, Matt, yeah, Matt and Ben were saying that, but Matt was like, "I don't know. I, I know his Instagram, but I don't know his name." And his Instagram title was like a, a weird slogan. Something stupid. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, and then we need to start listing. There's a few things I'll change, but oh, apart from that, like it's going well. And I mean, I'm not awesome. bloody Joe Rogan. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm not expecting to be like. <laughs> you might be the next Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you could get that far in terms of just doing tattoo talks, but that's what I'm interested in. So I was like, I may as well just chat about it over lockdown. 
keeps me busy. But yeah. yeah. Well, no, hopefully I will see you in June and stuff and yeah, everything goes according yeah. to plan. So hope to see you in the summer and good luck with birth of your daughter. Oh, thank you. No, I can't wait. What a wee blessing. No, time's flowing, so I'm sure it'll fly in. So I just got to be in the moment. Yeah, bit of Go sunshine on. as well. For... Yeah, I know. It's pissing down here as we speak. I can see that I've tilted the blinds because of the light made me look like Homer Simpson. But I can hear the pissing down rain, so <laughs> I won't be going for a walk. I don't even know what it's like. It's only here. Oh, well, got that mixed up then. <laughs> right, cool. Right. I'll um, I'll speak to you soon. Thanks for having me. I'll oh, see you later, Stephanie. See you later. Bye-bye. 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 So, thank you again to um, Stephanie. That's an Instagram handle. I do remember this one, Stephanie underscore Melbourne. Um, yeah, really appreciate your time. And uh, for anybody, obviously, thank you for listening and stuff and Make sure you like and subscribe and whatever else. I really appreciate it. Thank you. See you all later.